We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. When it's time for a new credit card, the best ones do way more than just buy stuff. And that's why U.S. Bank offers credit cards that make every day more rewarding. Earn cash back. Score points when you shop, dine out, travel, or binge watch. Or get a low intro APR. U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding. And check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. Eleven thousand seven hundred, Sebastian Javinko. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do it. Okay. Ah, uh, I don't know. Whoa. There this week. Whoa. It's tough, man. I mean, he's been good, but I. This great. Is like a bizarro great. Skyler and a bizarro JD right here. This is the Fantasy Soccer Podcast from RotoWire.com, your premier source for fantasy sports. For player news, projections, DFS lineup optimizers, and more, please visit rotowire.com slash soccer. And now, here are Andrew Laird, Skylar Redpath, and J.D. Basso. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. My name is Andrew Laird, Senior Soccer Editor of rotowire.com, joined by J.D. Basso and Skylar Redpath to talk about this weekend's MLS action. We're in the middle of a single game, double game week, if for single two teams with a double game week, however we want to call this. Montreal easily dispatching the fire on Wednesday. The, both teams will play again this weekend. Before that, we're... Uh, oh, actually, let me, before we jump into there, JD, you made Skylar and I feel a little dumb by captaining Ignacio Piatti this week. We did not. But Skylar, you think uh, Blirim Jemaili is going to bounce back this weekend. Are we guaranteeing a goal this weekend from Jay Maile? Yeah, let's go ahead and get it. 
point difference, and you and I, you and I can uh, make JD feel like he made us feel earlier. <laughs> uh, you, you cut out for like half of that. I feel bad. Uh-oh. You were like, "Yeah, let me," and then the, the guarantee was gone. Like, I, I wonder if that's a sign. Actually, hopefully not. Did either of you no, go he's... without Nikolic? I have him. Me too. No, uh, yeah, I've got him. I, I made the mistake of rolling him out in some DFS contests last, last night too, thinking he'd get. Hmm. He was the one who was between him and Dax for me, and I just, I made the wrong decision. Simple as that. Oh, you took Nikolic? Yeah. Interesting. I um, I actually had an interesting strategy this week. I took Plata in a the first half of a switcheroo. Ooh. Um because he's going to play a fatigued Montreal side. And then I threw in uh, Roldan as my, my backup hammer, as Skyler would say. So wow. I, I have the upside, I have the safety, and then in the, the rest of my midfield is all double game week, guys. I kind of went brave without Valeri. Um, I made sure to get Villa and Joven Jones in there. So, um, yeah, we'll see how it works out. Plata, like, kind of just fit my salary and – uh, RSL's been looking pretty dangerous lately, so we'll see if it helps me out at all. I missed out on the Evan Bush clean sheet because I wanted to get three Montreal midfielders, um, and I got Laurent Simon, so couldn't really squeeze Evan Bush in there. Hmm. I was going to go heavy on sh- fire guys. I was a little more confident in Montreal than I was Chicago, but I was still thinking of I have um, Patrick Duty and Nick Lima in a switcheroo, which at this point is just duties one point from last night. But uh, as soon as I saw like Ladero and Valeri on single game weeks with like great matchups, I was like, I'm not sure I can pass that up to get like Dax and Schweinsteiger. Like it just felt like I was passing up so much upside. Yeah. I liked Piet a lot because he, um, I think he's had six points, six points in his first game. I figured he uh, probably being a defensive midfielder would have like a, a five or six point game probably twice. So I was pretty safe uh, going with that. He's a, he was only six point five. Hmm. Um, Roll Don's only seven point eight. So it kind of helped fit in a, a Via and both Piotti and Jay Maili, and then Plata was able to get, go into a switcheroo. So everything worked out, but I. I still am not gaining as much ground as I would like to. Um, we'll see if I mess up the switcheroo for like the 10th time this season. <laughs> You've got that backup hammer on hand. I haven't I d- heard the backup hammer yet. <laughs> well, you want to have a, a safe choice is the second one to throw in there. The first one in the switcheroo should be your risky option. Right. Yeah, definitely go off. So I, I see what you're doing there. Hmm. Hmm. Probably won't work. <laughs> not if you forget about it. True. Um, all right, let's jump in. We've got a Friday night game, which is the second half of a two-game DraftKings slate. Portland home against the Red Bulls. I told JD I wouldn't ask too many questions about this one because you guys are – I didn't play that Wednesday-Friday slate. You guys are, though, so. doesn't matter. There's only so many options, and right. I think most people kind of pinned themselves into a certain segment of player already anyway. Um, Jay Maile and Piotti were super popular DFS plays for good reason. Um, I was telling Andrew before the show that I went with Mihailovic, uh, the little roster thing on it, the MLS app showed him in the number 10 spot. Uh, I know he's a talented young player. He got me one and a half points. 
But um, hey, that's and then, half a point more than Nikolic got me. So yeah, right. <laughs> feel good about it for like and, half the price, over half the price. And I didn't have as much Evan Bush as uh, it looks like the entire rest of the the player pool did. So we'll see how it goes. Portland are going to play a really tired New York team. Uh, BWP question. Uh, some other key players went 120 minutes on Wednesday in the U.S. Open Cup match. And then I believe Sean Davis left with a concussion um, or a suspected concussion. So it's going to be rough. They have to go the whole way to Portland, and Portland should uh, probably get a couple of goals on them. I, their defense is not that good, so maybe Red Bulls squeak one in. But we'll have to see. I think uh, I was able to get Valerian most of my lineups, and then I, I took a shot knowing Audi would be out, hoping that uh, Abobase would get in or I could pivot to somebody else. So we'll see what happens. I, uh, I I feel okay about the the one dollar head to head that Skyler randomly challenged me to. <laughs> you like that? I figured you must have been really desperate for volume. You usually don't uh, don't reach out for a challenge, but I, well, I'll I, take I, I'll take insult to that that you thought it was easy money. So well, I was kind of monitoring the lobbies because there was definitely some overlay. I saw you kind of hopped in kind of late, so you know just. Throw a little uh, extra fun in, in the mix and, and figure yeah, out how to throw a challenge out there. I'd probably be sitting there trying to build a lineup. Yeah, I was on my uh, on my phone. I wasn't around the computer, so I was just throwing some in for fun. And uh, when Piotti scored, I was winning pretty much everything. I don't know who I had that was. I think Mihailovic had almost his whole point and a half in the first couple minutes. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that was cool. And then I I missed out on the Montreal clean sheet largely. So we'll see what happens. That Red Bulls game Tried was to beat. Tuesday or Wednesday? It was Wednesday, I think. Pretty sure. Um, Wednesday? No, no, it was Tuesday. Yeah. Tuesday? Okay. I was, I was thinking when, Wednesday, Friday seems like a way too quick turnaround. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't. Um, okay. I got my days of the week all messed up. But um. But still, Tuesday, yeah, Tuesday Friday, quick turn. both yeah. games on the road. Eesh. Right. And, I mean, that Cincinnati game was very chippy. It was pretty back and forth. Um. Mm-hmm. Awesome game. Uh, it's a it's a shame that Cincinnati blew it, but that's a, how things go sometimes. So mm-hmm. BW, BWP is just a hero. Gonzalo Verone had like a maybe a breakout moment for the Red Bulls in his career. So I feel like we've tried to say that before, <laughs> but not in the last like uh, eight months. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, so if Kledgedon does not start. Let's say Kledgedon and Felipe don't start. Who on earth is on set pieces? Uh, actually, Kamar Lawrence could take set pieces if he plays. Yeah, it's true. And he actually, he came off in the 59th minute of that game for Verone. Yeah, um, I was going to throw out Verone if Verone starts, and he's, I guess, maybe possible yeah he could he definitely could Hmm. um yeah there's not a lot of great choices to be honest yeah uh i'm not sure they're gonna win that many but usually you want to at least consider i mean the red bulls have been playing pretty well lately but you're right that's about yeah i mean the yeah portland's defense isn't that great and they have like guzman and chara who both like to foul so right they're also both very good defensively, so I don't know where the uh, 
how good the free kick chances are going to be, but they'll probably be there. Okay. Um, yeah, all right. Well, that works for me. Let's go uh, to the Saturday slate because we actually have a, a draft. We actually have two DraftKings slates. One is a uh, five-gamer that starts at 7.30 Eastern with this Montreal team that we played home against RSL. Uh, JD, you obviously like Jao Plata, at least in the uh, FMLS game. Do you like him at 8,900 in DraftKings? Yeah, I'm, I'm not really shying away from RSL at all, I don't think. Montreal's been been pretty good defensively lately but rsl have been one of the best attacking teams i believe they've created the most chances from open play i saw in a an mls.com article this week um on the entire season if anything they've only been getting better so uh players like plata luis silva had a great goal last week and he's still only 5100 um then you obviously have roos Knox 9000 and savarino's a, a guy i'd consider too so the the whole front four is always kind of in consideration with, with Plata and Rusnak majorly leading the way. Hmm. Scott, you feel just as confident about RSL? Maybe slightly less confident. I mean, they've been really good on the road lately. I want to say they've won like three or four straight on the road. Uh, granted, you know, last road game was at D.C., so. Um, Half a road win. You know, take, <laughs> right, take from that what you will. Um, and that was that actually was like half a road win because they had to play half one night oh, that's and right. half the next day due yeah. to like the monsoon. You uh, you want to know um, how many goals they scored in their two previous road matches though that they did like win? Eight or something. Ten. <laughs> wow. Eight yeah. Ten. They uh, four to one to Portland and six to two to the Galaxy. So that's right. this is definitely the yeah. best defensive team they've played right here in Montreal, but they're also on less rest. So. Yep. Yeah, I was going to say just, I mean, I guess the little bit of hesitation just that Montreal has actually looked really good lately. Um, they've had a couple of good back-to-back results. I mean, yeah, it's Philly and They Chicago, dominated Philly. Yeah, they made yeah, Philly they look like Philly. a USL team. <laughs> I actually thought Chicago would put up a bigger fight, but uh, watched the full game. And, I mean, Montreal just controlled the game throughout. I think I said uh, at some point that it looked like Chicago. over to this weekend like yeah they're going to be on have maybe have some heavy legs compared to salt lake but they're clicking right now so i could see it being a pretty good game but um i mean the, the opportunity should be there for salt lake for uh guys like plata and, and reese knock for sure hmm. does it go beyond those two i guess savarino or i mean yeah, silva has been really good and yeah, he's kind of leading the line um if you haven't seen his goal from last week, go check it out. It was he kind of settled the clearance and it popped up and he volleyed it right away. It was a very nice goal. He's had uh, it looks fourteen shots in the last four games. That's not bad at all. Mm-hmm. So he's at least getting those and he's getting goals and assists. He's he's not going to get you a ton of crosses or fouls drawn or anything like that. But fifty one hundred in a forward spot against a tired team. That's that's not bad at all. I would also consider Nick Ramondo, even though Montreal have been so good in the attack lately. Ramondo kind of stole them the game last week with two big saves, uh, got him a clean sheet, and I, th- I think their defense has been kind of getting better. Okay. As evidenced by three goals allowed in their last three away games. Right. Hmm. Okay. I like it. 
Uh, and the other match at 7.30 is Orlando hosting Columbus. Skyler, is this Yoshi's game, breakout game? It could be. I mean, Orlando's desperate for a result here. Kaká is out suspended. So, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm all aboard the Yoshi bandwagon. I think you guys already know that. But, um, you know, he had three points in his debut, which is probably going to push some people off of him. Um, but he did line up in kind of that number 10 role. And watching some of the game, I, I saw him uh, smash one off the crossbar. So, I mean, he's, he's getting himself in spots. And, you know, he's still – this is a new team to him, so he's still getting acclimated to – you know, I think once he uh, once he gets acclimated, once they find his true role, an attacking weapon available as a defender, so I like it. And uh, Kaká is not going to be in this one because he got a silly red card. That right? The the red card itself was silly. Right? Yeah, yeah. Not that Kaká was doing something silly. Oh. It was a very ridiculous red card to give, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, no, I thought I mentioned that when I was yeah, when I you started. Did. Am I cutting out that bad? Nope. JD, just okay. stop paying attention, just... that's all. <laughs> all <right. Yeah, laughs> he no, cut out for me, but the... yeah. Oh, okay. okay. That's Yeah, that's one of the main reasons I like him is just for... Yeah, 4,800 for the role that he was playing seems pretty pretty solid. Uh, JD, where are you on Justin Miram? I'm really high on Columbus this week, actually. I know Ooh. they're on the road... But they made Chicago look just as bad as Montreal made Chicago look last night, uh, this past weekend. I thought Columbus was dominant. They could have had seven or eight goals. Um, I think Miram had a couple he was very close to that he didn't get. Uh, Kamara could have had a couple more. Kakuta Mane looks fantastic. He's only 5,600. And I would consider him actually more so than I'm considering Luis Silva. And Mane's $500 more. Um, I think that team's really starting to come together. I don't know if it's uh, just like a blip on the radar or if it's uh, actually something that's going to stick. But they looked really good against Chicago. Maybe it's the fact that Chicago is just giving up a ton of chances lately, but I don't know. Hmm. Skyler, you buying Kakuta Mane? I do like Mane. Mane's been on my radar pretty much the last several slates he's been available um, so on your radar, I'm really not big on, your on team. <laughs> uh, he's been on a couple of, in a couple of my lineups. Okay, but uh, into this game, I think they're going to have a breakout game. I mean, they're like I said earlier, desperate for a result here, and so guys like Carlos Rivas, um, he'll probably there it is. Be yeah, he'll <laughs> be high up on my <laughs> high up on my. Hmm. If you're playing the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer podcast drinking game, uh, that's a shot. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Um, Columbus are just so much better than Orlando, and they've they've been looking really good. So I, I get the Yoshi play. I don't know about the rest, to be honest. Um, that's just me, though. I really like Columbus. Any consideration at Kyle Laren? Not really, and Dom Dwyer's getting fitted for like some kind of mask, but apparently it's taking a while. I don't understand how that works. Like, put something over your face that just fits it, and you know, just buy one of dicks and just with the some shin guards. <laughs> like, come on, guys. Yeah, I don't know, but um, 
The other thing to note is Pedro Santos for Columbus, very talented transfer uh, they brought in. He hasn't played yet, but he's certainly probably a better fantasy player than $6,000. So he would be a, a total flyer that I, I wouldn't necessarily trust in cash without seeing him play or seeing if he has uh, kind of gelled with the team yet. But tournament option, that's fine. I mean, I'd throw him in there for sure. Mm, okay. Uh, next up, 8 o'clock Eastern Chicago hosting Toronto. This game is the one that made me really hesitate on Nikolic and FMLS because Toronto's defense has just been so good this year. Um, anybody think that Nikolic can – I mean, obviously you, you thought he could score or else you guys wouldn't have taken him either. Um, he but... definitely can score. Yeah, I mean, he's he's still very good, a lot of good pieces around him, so – He's still like a, a top five forward right now, in my opinion, just because he's going through a dry spell. Doesn't concern me too, too much. But, um, yeah, obviously Toronto's defense is, is extremely good. They almost got a shutout against Portland last week until a, a late goal. Um, but that said, Nick Hagland is out for the rest of the year, yep. and he's, he started last week. Um, is Drew Moore hurt for an extended period of time, or why didn't he play last week? I didn't get to see uh, I didn't think that he was, but I didn't think he so wasn't. Either. He wasn't even in uh, the eighteen. He, yeah, he was out. Oh, on I'm sorry, paternity eternal. leave. Yeah, paternity oh, so, leave. Yeah. So he should be back. Um, so Haglin's not a, a huge loss, but it's notable because he he's been very good uh, ever since midway through last year. Yeah. Yeah, and so I th- whoever scored the game-winning goal in this last game, he was going to name his his uh, son after and it was Victor Vasquez that got the, the game winner. So Uh-oh. that's cool. Victor Moore. <laughs> I don't know if it's actually going to happen. It's probably, you know, probably <laughs> a joke there, but I think uh, Orlando or Toronto social media was taking it a little far. Hmm. Josie would have been cool. Ooh. Right. Or Sebastian. I mean, Sebastian would be cool. Eric with a Q. <laughs> I don't know about that one. But, uh, but then you have to- it could have been Toe Saint or uh, oh, yeah. Subasa. Ooh, I like that one too. Subasa more would be pretty cool. But um, anyway. Uh, anyway. 11,700 Sebastian Javinko. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, do it. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Whoa. There this Whoa. week. Whoa. It's tough, man. I mean, he's been good, but I. It's like a Bizarro great. Skyler and a Bizarro JD right here. Yeah, I was. I wasn't. This expecting is so obvious. I, Are you kidding me? I mean, I wasn't expecting like a rocket uh, play him from JD. Wow. That was. I mean, I don't know. Is it that obvious? Like he's I had so. eleven, fourteen. 43 and 11. I mean, Chicago, really... Chicago have given up three points or three goals in each of their last two games, and they've looked terrible. Um, no, I'm with you on that. I'm just... So they're going on the road again? I I don't no, know. They're... No, 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 no. no. That's, it's in Chicago. Oh, yeah, okay. It doesn't really. That's fine. I was wrong, but that doesn't scare me. Yeah. Hmm. Big price to pay for the return he's been giving. I everyone the forty three the forty three point outing from a, a week <laughs> or two ago. No, I mean that's yeah that's what you're paying up for for sure. But other than that, then I guess hey, you're I you're know. paying for a floor too. Yep. Right. 
the last everyone's talking about how good Chicago has been on, at home. Their last three games, they've allowed one goal at home, but it was against New England, Vancouver, and Orlando. I'm not sure how much you can read into that, other than those teams aren't very good. Let's see. You know what's frustrating? Yeah. What's that, Skyler? I was just saying, Javinko had one assist in a 4-1 to win. How, how is Toronto going to score four goals and Javinko only has an assist? <laughs> that just, I don't know. Um, that's fair. That's fair. Not worried. I, I really can't believe the Javinko conversation even happened. I was sure both of you. I, the only, I thought we'd have to haggle JD for it. Like no way. I mean, yeah. this is an easy one for me. Hmm. Okay. Anyone from Chicago you like, JD? Um. It seems like every time really. I take David Akam, they switch set piece takers. <laughs> That's <laughs> honestly the one guy I was thinking in my mind. It's like maybe Akam you could justify because he's kind of matchup proof just with his skill set um, and his speed. But, like, Nikolic is a guy that I think they're just going to totally blanket. Schweine kind of is on tired legs. Um, Akam has zero crosses in five of his last seven games. It's because he's getting aggressive and making runs into the box. Hmm. Two shots in those games. Oh, there's a three shot. <laughs> there we go. Oh. Um, Deleu has two goals in his last three games. He mm-hmm. helped me out a lot. In that one last, yeah, the last weekend slate. Yep. Um, and he actually had the other best chances for Chicago in that game. I think he had two other pretty good scoring chances. Um, so he's he's getting into good spots. Hmm. 4,500 is not bad for something like that. Yeah, I think my... My ranking so far in that range would be Mane, and then I think I would go Deleu and then Silva. Okay. Ah, eh, maybe Silva Deleu. I don't know. It's close. If you factor in price, probably Deleu. Right. Okay. Wow. Uh, anyone else from Toronto? How do you feel about Victor Vasquez? Not enough not, to name your child after yeah, him. I'm not so high on Vasquez simply because the the Schweiny Dax McCarty factor. Mm-hmm. Um, just like Jay Maile last night, everyone thought it was a great play. He he did all right, but he only got 11 points. He uh, he stayed fairly central. Um, Vasquez, I think, can float a little bit more, just given the nature of uh, Toronto's formation and their system. And he he's on some set pieces, most set pieces. Um, but it just gives me pause a little bit because he's not a guy that like usually goes off for huge scores. It's uh, like a good game for him would be 15 or 16 points. Even though he looks a lot better on the field, like a fantasy outing, he's not he's not really a fantasy guy. So if I'm paying up for Javinko, I'm probably not taking Vasquez as well. Okay. Josie, though, I mean, I would definitely – Josie's 7,600. Hmm. Justin Morrow? Yeah. Yeah, that'd be fine with me too. Hmm, all right. I mean, he had two goals last game, and I think you deserve, um, or I deserve some credit for that from you. Yeah, locally. for sure. 
for sure. <laughs> At least you telling me I shouldn't switcheroo because my switcheroo choices were so bad. You put it much nicer, and then yeah, I had the money for Morrow. <laughs> I basically tripped in tomorrow. I I don't think there was any. Yeah, I didn't recommend Morrow to you. I just told you your switcheroo is trash. Right, right. I think you said maybe pay up for somebody instead of a switcheroo, which <laughs> I did phrase it nicely. Right, which you helped. knew what I meant. Yeah, for sure. All right, up next is Sporting Kansas City home against Dallas. Two teams that I feel like I can never get right. Uh, actually, I'm not really playing sporting kansas city much it's dallas that i always struggle with jd when you this this is not quite the same situation because playing at sporting kansas city is a bit tough but like if you need a guy from dallas like who do you look for first um i mean probably a rudy at this point because diaz isn't getting regular minutes kellen acosta is um the same. Not really back in full force, slash maybe not playing all the time. It's weird. Um, so, yeah, I think it's Acosta or it's Berrios. Hmm. Or a defender. I mean, the their defense is still pretty good, even if they haven't been scoring a lot. So, I think last week, uh, if you had... Yeah, Hernan Granat had 11 crosses last week. And they, they had a clean sheet. So, Figueroa probably was similarly... Had a good score if I look it up here. Oh, yeah, eight points. I mean, that's fine. So it is tough, though, because it's like Acosta and Ujoa in the middle or Gruezo. And then um, Lama is not really my, my cup of tea. So then it's whatever else is going on. They're <laughs> starting Christian Coleman. He had like one goal, and they were like, oh, maybe he's going to break out. But that still hasn't happened, really. Um, Wasn't he a player, looked- a player to have for the whole season? Remember an article? Was that Coleman or was it Lama? Skyler no, was, it was the one Lamont. you were. Oh, it was Lama. Excuse me. Yeah, I like Coleman yeah. a lot. Um, before the season, I did anyway, but he he really hasn't kind of adapted to MLS yet. So we'll see yeah. how that goes. He's he's very young. I think maybe next year would be, um, something to look for. But it's really tough to play him this season. Um, uh, either you guys looking at Dallas players this week? Not really. I'm actually looking at, you mentioned him, J.D., but I'm not sure if we realize that he suddenly was on corner kicks for them last game. He had like 18 points for 3,400 Uloa. Did I say Uloa or Lama? But yeah, Ujoa, Uloa, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so Uloa is on corners now. He had 14 crosses, wow. 18 points. And for 3,400, I mean, you got you definitely have to – Look at that, and that was with Acosta in. So, um, but not with Diaz in. Yeah, not with Diaz in. But I mean, even I don't know. Even when Diaz was in, it was like Barrios was taking them, or yeah. you know, somebody no, else the, seemed, seemed the to be only, taking them. So yeah, the only reason I mention is is because if Diaz starts, I'm not going to take Ujoa. No, yeah, I'm with you. Um, but no, it's a worth throwing it out there. Yeah, definitely. Hmm. Anyone from Sporting? Seems like such a fantasy wasteland. <laughs> kind of. Gerso's been terrible lately. Mm-hmm. Um, like, really, in real life, terrible. Fantasy, terrible. Um, I don't hear Jimmy's... anyone talking about Jimmy Madronda anymore, either. Ugh. Poor Jimmy. <laughs> uh, Benny's actually reasonably priced, but he hasn't been starting. Yeah. So He started last week. Did he? 
Yeah, because they were coming up off, uh, was it U.S. Open Cup? Yeah. Um, it was... 120 minutes against San Jose, right? Yeah, he didn't, Penalties. Start, he didn't start against Seattle. Madronda did? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I was talking about Failhaber. No, Failhaber. Oh, I thought you said Madronda. Sorry. No, yeah, no, I was just saying Failhaber's, you know, decent price, I guess, for what he can do, but he just he hasn't been starting. He probably will jump back in because they have had that kind of uh, busy schedule, but home against still. Dallas though. Yeah. Home against Dallas. I mean, granted Dallas hasn't been the juggernaut we're used to him being. So I don't know. I mean, it's a tricky, you kind of said it before we went into this, that these, both these teams are really hard to pick one player from and say, that's going to be the guy that has a good fantasy game. Like there's so many wild cards out there. Would you rather fail Haber at 73 or Carlos Rivas at 72? Rivas. JD? I will actually... I'll agree with that. There it is. Like, I was I was uh, cutting out a pretty good bit earlier, so apologies to any, any listeners for the technical difficulties, but if you missed my blurb earlier, I think Orlando's in a good spot. I, I hear you, JD. You're, you're on the Columbus train this week, but I, I feel like Orlando's going to make a statement this week, and... I feel then like they'll go can... back to being terrible the next week, probably. <laughs> no, I, I feel like you can play Laren here. I think you can play Rivas here. If Dwyer plays, I think he's going to open his account. Oh, God. With the face mask? With the face mask. Like, even more even more so with the face mask. Oh, is this a face mask <laughs> narrative play? It could be a face mask <laughs> game. Face mask. So. The face mask hammer. Oh, but it's not late game. No. And then Yoshi Yotun, one of my favorite plays from the game. So I'm just I know we're we're getting off course here from this game, but that's those are some of my favorite plays this week is is uh Orlando City. <laughs> I love that yeah, so... your your best plays from sporting Kansas City to Dallas are <laughs> five right. Orlando well, hey, City players. Hey, there's Dom Dwyer's <laughs> in the mix, right? That's true. That's true. Good segue. So good job. Yeah, so uh, back to my thoughts on Red Bull's timbers. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, no, no. I appreciate I, uh, the effort fail- after cutting out earlier, I have to say. Failover's actually, he scored like three of the last four games yeah, he's he been in. So, right. Um, I still Even think I'm, I'm with them, Rivas. Yeah. yeah, I'm with Rivas, but I don't love anyone on Kansas City. I don't love anyone on Dallas this week. Kansas City's very good defensively, so maybe that's yeah. the, the place to go. Mealy is expensive, but I'd still think about it. Hmm. Yeah, Emilio's expensive, but Jesse Gonzalez isn't. I mean, who the hell is going to score from Kansas City? Yeah, but who the hell is going to shoot from Kansas City? No, that's true. That's true. (laughs) Fair enough. Uh, Last game of this main slate is Colorado hosting D.C. United. Uh, We may see uh, Paul Areola start. He played last week. Yeah, and at 4,600, is that what I saw? 4,300. Anyone interested? Yeah, definitely. He actually did start last week, so oh, yeah, this, won't, right. this won't be his debut starting. They threw him in, like, days after he arrived. Yeah. But, um, yeah. no, I think him and Luciano Acosta together looked uh, pretty dangerous, and I think they will continue to to grow together. Um, unfortunately, Deshaun Brown and Patrick Niarco both are probably not going to be uh, in this one. So it's going to be kind of the Acosta-Ariola show. But Mullins is back, isn't he? 
Well, Deshaun Brown is better than Mullins, but um, that's fine if he's back. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, yeah, and a quick note too on the, uh, I guess on both DC and Salt Lake game logs. If you're looking on DraftKings, you know we mentioned the game um, was postponed, or yeah, it was postponed. Right. The night they played it, and they had to play it the second night. It doesn't look like draft or the second the day after they postponed it. It doesn't look like DraftKings went back in and added the stats from, which basically was like the 29th minute on. Mm-hmm. So whatever you're looking at on the game log is what those players scored in the first 28 minutes that right. they were actually in a DraftKings contest. So right. except know, Ariola, except for Patrick Mullins, who has his 53 minutes um, in his huh. log, because oh, he came on for Deshaun Brown once he got hurt. Right. Huh. That's interesting. Well, yeah. I guess uh, yeah, that is interesting because I, I I noticed where uh, Acosta's got like. I don't know, eight crosses and a few shots, or not a few shots, but a few a couple fouls drawn, and he's only got like two points. So, that oh yeah, I got of... you. Oh, so they put um, the stats in, but they kept the points. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Oh, that's silly. But yeah, um, so big news uh, out of this one for DC. They also won't have Sebastian Latou, who they oh, terminated yeah. the contract. Um, Skyler's got to pour one out tonight for Sebastian <laughs> Latou. Oh man. Uh, also, also another uh, JD favorite, Pablo Mastroeni was canned this week. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I don't. I wonder what he thinks of analytics now, but um, <laughs> maybe he'll latch on somewhere else when they fire their coach and Man. they need some passion and some fire. You're ready for that that uh, Pablo Mastroeni plug ever since he got fired. Yeah. Yeah, I was. In fact, he was uh, pointing me to some uh, article today that had nothing to do with Mastroni, but happened to mention Mastroni in the title. And he's like, oh, it's the Mastroni <laughs> one. So of course, he clicked on that one right away. <laughs> no, no, no. The first whole half of it was about him. Yeah. yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> uh, this <laughs> is the late game on the slate. So anyone buying into a uh, Dominic Baji late game hammer? Kevin Doyle, Kevin Doyle? Game Hammer. Yeah. No, we're going to stick with Ariola, Acosta. Lloyd Sam? Um, I'd maybe consider Mullins or Sam. Yeah. It's weird because DC's on the road and DC DC are really awful, but um, yeah. Zoltan Stieber could get in too. Hello. Hmm. Yeah, yes. I don't know if you could consider Gashi a hammer because he's more of a kind of one of those cash game type plays. I think Baji <laughs> could be considered a hammer for sure. I mean, if you really need to go there. If you're really, like if really you, desperate. Yeah, well, like if you've got that utility slot open for that last game and he just fits, then, yeah, Baji could be that late-game hammer. But yeah. Baji is like if you have a nail and you don't have a hammer, you need to find another tool to, like, <laughs> pathetically pound it in. Baji's like the late-game plastic handle of a screwdriver. <laughs> Harsh. Harsh. Um, anyone from Colorado of interest? Yeah, Gashi would be the guy that I would think about. 7,800. Yep. Yeah, I'd say Gashi. Uh, maybe Tim Howard. Okay. What I mean, about he's, Hamid? He's, he's... 4,000. Yeah. I mean, Colorado's attack doesn't look 
great. So yeah, it <laughs> definitely cool. doesn't look great. Yeah, they're pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. I like it. Maybe D- Dylan Cerna, 4,500. I'd consider that. Hairston, 4,400, maybe. It depends where the new coach decides to line Hairston up. If it's on the attacking wing, then I, uh, I'd think about it. But you could tell me that Mo Syed would take all the corners for Colorado, and I still don't think I'd play him for 5,300. Wow. Hmm. He's been that bad in open play. It's mm-hmm. Okay. But, I mean, we we totally have to readjust this week after we watch them play and see what happens. Um, who knows? Maybe maybe they shift some things around and something something clicks. But Luis Gill is also 3,100. They got him in the Dylan Powers trade. So it's it's feasible that maybe he gets put into an attacking midfield spot and 3,100 for him against D.C. wouldn't be the worst thing. Okay. I'll take it. Uh, they have a two-game late slate with Vancouver hosting Houston and San Jose hosting Philadelphia. Oh, um, my God, the most boring two-game slate of all time. pretty brutal. <laughs> I, not that I think they're the same guy, but it basically, I basically have the same fantasy opinions between Jameer Hika and Harris Madunyanin. They seem like the same guy to me. Oh, I of, thought you were going to say Christian Takara. No, Takara is way too similar to Bolaños to be similar to anybody else. <laughs> I feel like Hika and Bolaños are also kind of similar. Well, Bolaños is always kind of expensive. Like Hika and Medunianin are always right. in that five gotcha, fifty-five gotcha, gotcha. to 7,000 range. Um, the game is in San Jose, so I'm not sure you'd give the upper hand to Medunianin, although he's been a little better than Hika. Um Let's start there. Which one of those two guys would you like, or would you pass both? You guys would probably both say Jordi Reyna if he starts. But do Hika or Medunyanin offer anything? On a two-game slate, I think you could say they offer something. I think for me, I would be looking, you know, I'd probably take Hika over Medunyanin. Mainly because he's at home. I mean, you said you said it yourself. They're kind of similar as far as like fantasy output goes. And I feel like Hika actually is a little bit more involved in the attack. He plays a little bit higher up than the Medunyanin does, who kind of hangs hangs back in the midfield a little bit. He does get forward and he takes set pieces. But I think for me, then Hika would be the play between those two. But I'm I'd probably be looking for Shea Salinas in a lineup and. And uh, hoping that he gets to start at 4,500. He's had double-digit crosses two games in a row that he started um, to assist in those games. So um, he's a great value, especially on two-game slate. So I hope that happens, and I hope we don't have to, to decide between Hika and, and Madunyanin. <laughs> <laughs> um, JD, how do, how do you help choose between Takara and Bolaños? Um, I probably just go to Kara at this point. What separates? I think him? he has he has higher goal scoring upside. Is what I would say. Okay. Okay. Skyler, what do you think? Yeah, I think Takara's had the the better fantasy appeal lately. I think he's been you know piling up a few more stats than than Bolaños. 
obviously if one's in and the other's not, then that makes the decision a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think that Yordi Reina is going to muddle things up before too long and, and make the decision even harder for us. So um, as soon as he's starting, which I think he has started a couple of games, then he's going to start eating into some of those set pieces that both those guys are taking. So, um, you know, if he starts this one, then he's probably in, in my lineup just because he's, you know, he's 5,200 great value. He's probably going to take some set pieces. He's got some goal scoring upside. Um, so again, kind of like with the Salinas, Hika, Madunian, and I'm, I'm kind of hoping that Jordi Reyna makes it easier for us to make that decision. If Reyna doesn't start, could you make the argument to start Takara and Bolaños together? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, absolutely, especially on a two-game slate. I mean, that's that's the key here is that, you know, at home, and I guess you could say Vancouver's been looking decent lately too. So, um, granted, they did just lose at New England, but... It's <laughs> <laughs> um, a big no, caveat. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, two games ago they they beat Dallas four 0 so maybe no, I was, just maybe kidding, I just cause... have that yeah maybe I just got that implanted in my head but um I'm still surprised by that result by the way mm. um but yeah definitely could start both of them I mean you could even I could even if all three of those guys start I could you could probably make a case for starting all three of them on a two game slate the forward options are pretty gross um and we only have. Uh, technically four, one, two, three, four midfielder forward eligible players. One of them is Ramel Kyoto, who uh, I guess he did start last week, but hasn't. He was great last week too, by the way. He looked very good, uh, had multiple scoring chances that didn't go in. Mm. Um, Do you think he can score at Vancouver? Yeah, definitely. Enough to pay 7,900 for him? Well, on this slate, you have to pay for someone, so I'm not really concerned about the the pricing too much. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think I'm kind of in on him. Uh, the biggest question of this slate, pretty much, is how heavy to go with Houston, or do you fade Houston? I think everyone else you're kind of going to pick and choose players from because their attacks just aren't that good to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, it's do I do I take two Houston guys? Do I take zero or? Do I probably take Kyoto and that's it, which is what I'm leaning towards right now. But Cuba Torres missed a penalty last week. He'll be anxious to kind of make up for that, um, especially if he gets another opportunity. Mauro Minotis has been very good lately. Uh, Albert Elise is out this week for yellow card accumulation, but yep. he was a monster last week. Um, I think he had a goal and an assist, so... I don't know. I mean, Houston's the most dangerous team like here till the rest of the season, if you ask me. They seem to be putting things together. Um, but for fantasy purposes this week, I'm just not sure. I think San Jose might have some more attacking upside. Skyler, what do you think about Wanda? Uh, I mean, I still like him, but I like think I like Danny Hoson a little bit more for the price coming out of San Jose. Mm-hmm. Um Hosen had 10 points last game, took five shots. thing with him is you never know, you know, what kind of minute output he's going to have. He had 90 minutes this last game, but I think that was his first. It was his first 90-minute game in like five games. So, um, 
I like Hosen a little bit more. I mean, I guess bouncing back to the other game, the Houston-Vancouver game, I actually like Montero better than any of the Houston forward options. Um, yeah, call it maybe call it the home bias, but his game logs have been really good lately. He had nine, nine points in that loss at New England. It was four shots. He had six shots the game before that, scored a goal, two goals at Dallas. So he's been – I mean, he's kind of been coming around and – you know, Houston's not a scary defense for me, so I feel like Montero's uh, a good play here on a two-gamer. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. CJ Sapong, anyone? <laughs> I wouldn't say no. San Jose's definitely been susceptible to, to yeah. multiple goals lately, so I think you do need to get some Philadelphia exposure, and I think that just comes down to how much money you have left after you fill the other four attacking spots, to be honest. Right. Yeah. I think. You can't, um, can't rule them out. Um, yeah. I'd say Pontius is the one guy I wouldn't want because he's going to probably go up against Nick Lima on that wing, and I think Lima has the tools to shut him down. I hope so for my FMLS team. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe there are any slates for Sunday. No, no Sunday slate yet, but there is a two game. There are two games, so I assume we'll get one at some point. New York City FC at home against New England, and then Seattle home against Minnesota. Uh, Seattle has looked pretty good lately. Uh, New York City FCs look pretty good also. Uh, it, uh, is it David Villa, Ladero, and everyone else? Or is yeah, there somebody else in as there? many neon green jerseys as he can fit in? <laughs> <laughs> um, Wait, Skylar, didn't you think that um, Minnesota was gonna? Yeah, you did say ruin this. Ruin the clean sheet streak. You did say. Yeah, that. it's the that's the hot take. There is that I think Seattle's on some kind of you know <coughs> team record clean sheet Excuse run, me. and it just feels like a trap that Minnesota is going to be the team that that snaps that clean sheet run. Maybe it's I don't know. I don't have any anything to back it up other than just <laughs> other than just that it's a gut feeling. So when my uh, when my Leardom and Joven Jones lineups just steamroll everybody, you guys can invoice Skyler. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have uh, you have those guys in fantasy MLS too? Uh, I actually I almost had Leardom, but then I I bumped him out for a double game week guy. But I do have Joven Jones, and I did say roll Don's my switcheroo. So those are the two Seattle guys I have. Hmm. Nice. I think I Ladera has yeah. been so hit or miss lately that, um, he's not like a must have guy for me. He's more hit when Dempsey's there. Like I'm done playing. Not that Dempsey's leaving again for MLS games, but like, I don't think I'll ever play Ladero again without Dempsey. Wow. Wow. That's even a hotter take than I'll never play Lee win for the rest of my life. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely went back on that. I played him last week. <laughs> it was definitely it last like week I played Lee Wynn. It seemed like last season, though, when, when I guess it was Dempsey's heart ailment, like that was when Ladero kind yeah, of exactly. up. Yeah, hmm. exactly. Maybe. So maybe it's just different this Not year. Not maybe, definitely. Yeah. Well, that, yeah, yes. Maybe that's what it was. It happened um, for like months at a time. Yeah. Right. So I don't know. I don't, yeah. Yeah. So would you rather. Uh, I mean, we don't have prices, but I'm guessing it's probably like a 10,300 Ladero or like an 8,200 Roldan. Ladero. 
Yeah, Sladero for me. <laughs> After all that. All right. Well, I mean, Roldan's the alternative. Come on. 8,200 for Roldan is nuts. Well, I don't yeah, know I what it is. I think it'll be closer he... to like 7,000 maybe for think... Roldan. Wasn't he like there? 79 he's... last week? Yeah, he's been higher than that. Oh, yeah. wow. He was, yeah, he was close to 8,000 already. Yeah, maybe on a two-game slate he, he will be around there, but I'd still... So if you you obviously can't only have New York City and Seattle guys, so is your third guy from New England or from Minnesota? I'll say you got to go there, but he's like knocking at the door. He's right there. Ladero? Or yeah, Roldan? yeah. I mean, he's no Ladero. Oh, like he's had a yeah. He's had seemed like last game. I mean, he's had several shots that just normally he'd finish those. So once he starts finishing them, like. I think I even said it to you guys earlier in the week, like maybe Minnesota is what he needs to kind of get back off the hook because he's right there ready to start scoring again. So hopefully we see it. All right. He had Minnesota two weeks ago. Yeah, I know. What do you do, like an assist or something? (laughs) That was it. I don't know. It wasn't good. Mm. So, J.D., where do you go, no. New England or Minnesota for your third team? Probably New England. I'm so down on Minnesota against Seattle that – but who do you take if you if you have Via and you have possibly Ladero? Did you probably... see that saucy Kai Kamara finish last week? One timer on a beautiful. Uh, I don't even want to call it a cross. It was just a, a great inch perfect ball from Kellen Rowe from about twenty five thirty yards away. Kamara didn't even need to trap that. Now that he can wear his true socks, right in the goal. <laughs> Is that where you're going for your? Rev's exposure? It's if Skylar's using the face mask narrative, I'm going with the true socks narrative. Oh. <laughs> no, I, I that's brave to say that I'm going with Kai Kamara as my Rev's exposure. But um it I'm is just saying you're probably pricing NYC, yourself out of Lee Win. <laughs> NYCFC don't have Alexander Ring, who is one of the most underrated players in the league this year. Yep. Um so that's a, a big hole in their defensive midfield, and that does make me think that Lee Wynn might be a even better play than you would normally expect um, against NYCFC. And also I saw a training note, New England getting very crafty, um, some great coaching here by Jay Heaps. They're practicing on a smaller field mm-hmm. to get ready for NYCFC and their smaller field. Shouldn't Why that that's something a, that- why is this like a revolutionary yeah training? why this is a why this is a big story i don't know but uh <laughs> apparently this is what writers get paid to write about during mls season oh. i mean come on wait so you're not you're not uh convinced that pirlo can shut down we <laughs> win no you know what at times pirlo probably could shut down lee win but not yeah. this season yeah hmm. last season sure I no. could have shut down Lee Wynn no. for a period of time. Yeah. Skyler, what do you think about a non-Sounders or NYCFC option? Mm-hmm. And I could maybe get on board with a Kevin Molino type play. And I'm also interested in seeing if Christian Nemeth is on. Oh, yeah. I don't think he's going to play. He, uh, just. Why not? Okay. I know he's he's training with them, so maybe he gets the the. It's, it sounds uh, like they're going to treatment. It sounds like they're going to ease him in. Okay. Ooh. Well, I'll so what the whispers, so what the whispers are saying. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, I'd say maybe out of anybody, like Lee Wynn is probably my top. Hmm. Not NYC or Seattle play. And then, then after that, then Molino. Um, beyond that, I really don't have any. Yeah. No more Ibsen love um, on the podcast? Man, I'm, I'm, nah, I'm kind of over the Ibsen. Ibsen. Hmm. It feels like this is a slate where you got to try to cram as many Seattle players in as possible and, and try to maybe fit them in around Via. Yeah. So, How about uh, Lewis? Yeah, Lewis came through. I think we hyped him a little bit on the last one. He came through for us. That was a, a juicy goal. Yes, it was nice. Yeah, yeah, he's probably going to be cheap enough to where you can consider him. I just, I don't love that he comes off around the 60 or 70th minute, but, you know, for a guy that's in uh, an attack with David Villa, then. Yeah, for a cheap price, I mean, 60, 70 minutes is fine. Right. Not sure how cheap he's going to be after a while, but. That's true. If Bernbach watched the uh, watched the goal, he probably jumped up twenty five hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Bernbach's too too busy with his new pick'em games. <laughs> Let's get one out for MLS. Yeah, I don't know if it's happening. Unfortunately, unless oh, we can no. hype it up enough. Yeah, we'll see. I reached out and asked about it and. Got a got a probably not response. So all right, well you know who else has fantasy games? Yahoo. So uh, <laughs> let's let's fill up their let's fill up their MLS contest this weekend. They're doing a good job with the product. Uh, the pricing is is pretty tight as well. So make sure you you splash a little bit of cash there just to keep it going. So we have an alternative. But that's not to say DraftKings hasn't been doing a good job. They've been keeping yeah, the nice. prize. Keeping the prize pools up uh, a little more than where they were last year, I think, when EPL rolled back into town. So yeah, yeah, much appreciated. Yeah, little overlay last night on that Wednesday. That was Friday brutal. Slate, there was but... a a thirty two spot twenty seven dollar entry, but they only limited it to one entry per person, and uh, yeah, only seventeen people jumped into that last night. So right, there's there's some free money floating around, and uh, keep an eye on these these weird slates. Yeah, yeah, the Wednesday, Friday definitely had something to do with that. But I think the weekend slates have been filling pretty nicely, and there is some, some pretty decent-sized contests up for Saturday. So hop in and uh, win some cash. Okay, I like it. I have a feeling that if you sent Bernbach a list of guys in tiers for MLS, we might see a contest. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. All right, guys, thank hmm. you for all of that. Uh, if anybody has any questions, uh, they can contact JD on Twitter at DFSMLS. You can find Skyler at DraftKicks. I'm at Rotowire Andrew. I would highly recommend asking them before me. They're the experts for Major League <laughs> Soccer. So, guys, thanks, and good luck this weekend. Good luck, guys. Happy to help. Reach out, yeah. Good luck, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com/soccer.